Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We are going to talk about Style Battle, FIP, Raw, SmackDown Live, 205 Live, uh, most of NXT, and APW and PWG. My name is John, and as always, I am joined by the Jervis Cottonbelly to my Estonian Thunderfrog. I'm so happy with that one. Or you could have said Marion Fontaine. Have we done that one before? We have done that one. Okay. Marianne. As long as I am Jervis. Well, you were Jervis. Good. How's it going? Good. How are you? Um, I'm tired. At least you slept more than last week. That's true. I am more rested than I was last week for sure. I feel like most people are. Yes. But, um, yeah. Feeling pretty good. Feeling better than me. Yeah, you've been... Uh, I went to the dentist on some, Wednesday. Some fun dental work here. Yeah. So, like, I hadn't been... This, this is going to sound really unexciting and routine for most people, but, I mean, when it comes... I have not been to the dentist, or I had not been to the dentist in, like, give or take, like, six years. And I finally went, and I had prepared myself ahead of time for how bad it was going to be. Like, yeah. The devastating diagnosis of 17 cavities <laughs> i was like okay man i i did this to myself that I, is such I a lot did this to my such a lot yeah and so now like i went and i got we're doing it in quadrants because there's so many of them and otherwise <laughs> if i did them all at once i would have to drop legit like two grand yeah <laughs> but um we did the worst ones which were up on the right side for some weird reason i brush my teeth twice a day and floss so i don't understand i, I have just weak ass enamel um, right. Okay. Weak ass enamel. I got the four fillings in the top done mm -hmm. that were just like super bad. But I mean, I told my dentist, I was like, dude, I, I'm going to have a filling in every tooth, aren't I? And she's like, no, you have a couple. And I'm like, well, I am protecting those, those clean teeth with my fucking <laughs> life because, <laughs> or I could just make it a goal to have a filling in every tooth. Please don't make that a goal. D just live large, man. No, don't live. Don't live large. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, like I figured my mouth would hurt a lot more because they didn't know if they're going to have to give me crowns or root canal until they already started. But I was fine. So no root canals. No root canals. Oh no boy. crowns. Good for you. Four down. 13 to go. What a saga. Yeah. Dude. What a saga. <laughs> Dental work, man. So before we get into our, uh, you know, the WWE. Oh, and we're going to talk about the UK. um, thing oh the we're, most important part. we're gonna do that as yeah. well <laughs> the uk thing i am <laughs> this giant picture of misha collins you have sitting here is making me so uneasy why he's smiling he's just, but creepily do you, here just give him to me <laughs> just as misha want, come here i don't i want people to stare at me like this but not misha collins <laughs> like he looks so happy he's still looking at me he's like the mona lisa now he's looking at me. I love Misha Collins. He's great. Oh my god! It was just sitting in my room. My one. I know. For those of you at home, uh, Misha Collins from Supernatural. Uh, one of my friends was like, "Hey, I got an extra. I have no idea how they got an extra signed photo of him, and they gave it to me and framed it. They're like, here you go. I was like, sweet. Now I have it, and I didn't know where to put it. I was actually going to frame it or you know, hang it up somewhere, but mm -hmm. now he's just staring at me. I just realized, I remembered that I have a signed photo of um, Michael Shanks from Stargate SG-1. Nerd! 
word. So if anybody got that reference, fucking bravo. I'm sure they did. Yeah, but my a friend of mine got it for me and for my birthday in high school, and I opened it, and I like almost started crying. He's like almost? My, my favorite character on Stargate. <laughs> but yeah, I guess we're even now, but he doesn't look nearly as creepy and happy as that. <laughs> Oh Misha, I need to start. I need to finish or oh, continue watching that show. I faltered on it. Yeah. Anyhow, this is as much as last week. This is a wrestling podcast. <laughs> oh. This is this is exactly <laughs> the last thing we did last week. That's fine. The people are here for the banter, right, guys? So Anybody? I watched. Um, <laughs> finally, I'm usually busy, like on the weekends, to the point where I can't watch any of the Flow Slam events live. And like it upsets me greatly, but this this week I got to watch um, Style Battle, which was the first of a new. It's like a new brand that uh, Flow Slam is doing in the WWN network, and each show is like a tournament, which is super cool. Uh, I'm not sure if we're gonna get like different style tournaments, if we're gonna get like a tag team tournament, which would be awesome. And oh my god, I hope they do that now. Uh, and it's just a cool way to see uh, a bunch of guys that maybe you are not familiar with. Mm-hmm. And there's one standout match, and I was talking to Dan on Twitter about it, and it was uh, my boy, Anthony Henry, versus my other boy, Fred Yehi. Imagine if it was three and Jonathan Gresham was the other one. Oh, my God. If John only. would lose his mind. If only. <laughs> Uh, they wrestled to a 30-minute draw, and it was fucking great. Fred Yehi is amazing. And I've also Yehi. He's also <laughs> Yehi. He has a new shirt, which I, I want to purchase, even though I said I wasn't going to buy any more new shirts. But here we are. Uh, yeah, it was a great match. Um, AR Fox was also in the tournament. He went to the finals against uh, Dave Christ, who won the tournament. And it was a pretty good show. I had a fun time watching all the matches. Now, we get to the next night. Was AR Fox wearing galaxy pants? No, he's wearing his like cargo, cargo short thingies that he wears in the furry boots. Oh, that hurts me. Let me tell you, his theme song is sick the fucking jam i know it's great remember remember when they it's it's the same one that they played at that oh my god i cannot figure out where that song is from oh wait i fucking love it i don't know if it was the same one from mania weekend that one was so good it i mean it might be but i'm i'm not sure oh it was so good it's very good i like air fox a lot air fox's favorite wrestler is ryback fine that should be should be everyone's favorite wrestler. The Ryback. Y'all think I'm joking. I'm not. <laughs> the Ryback. So the next night was um, Full Impact Pro, FIP. Um, and man, this show was... Okay, the second half was good. And that's because wrestling happened. The first half of the show was just building this storyline where it was so it was so bad. Like the internet almost just ate itself. Just talking about... <laughs> how terrible it was and they were trying to build this angle with uh Darby Allen who's great I really like Darby Allen uh Sammy Callahan AR Fox um Dave was it Dave Chris yeah I mean, it was that's Dave just Christ. weird by itself all those people should not be not, that many people like that many people and yeah. those people don't yeah. work so they had a like the opening match was supposed to be I think a tag match and Darby Allen comes out and he grabs the mic and he says, do you know Uncle John? Which is odd to me because I am an Uncle John. 
<laughs> I was like, I have an Uncle John. <laughs> and he was like, do you know Uncle John? And he was asking people, and they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Go away, Bray Wyatt. And then he asked Sammy Callahan, and then Sammy Callahan and Dave Christ attacked the other team, and then they all beat the shit out of them. And then one of them said, we're Uncle John's friends, and they left. The next match, yeah, it was so strange. The next match <laughs> was AR Fox uh, versus uh, was somebody else. I can't see. This is how memorable this was. And Darby Allen comes out again. They all come out again, and they go, "Do you know Uncle John?" And then AR Fox attacks the other guy, and they all beat the shit out of the other guy. And he's like, "I know Uncle John." And this sounds like I made it up. But this is actually this happened. Like a, this sounds like a dream. Yes, it, it sounds like a dream. Like, but not the like a good dream. Like a really fucking random dream where you see a, a bunch whole. of people that you haven't spoken to in years. Kind of random yes. dream. That's what that sounds like. I did have a glass of wine at this point. I, I will. There's tell like you. there's like a secret meaning meaning behind all of this. If yes, you did it in a dream journal. Um, and then they had a women's match, and the match actually happened. Oh. And then the match ended and then <laughs> it happened and then it, it happened and then it ended. <laughs> and one of the girls was like, "You know what? This wasn't how I wanted to make my debut, but that's okay because I know Uncle John. I'm not joking. This happened." And then everyone comes out and they're like, "Blah." And then they just start beating up the girl and beat up somebody else and all these other guys come out and we never got a payout. Like at this point, I was going to turn the show off. And I said I said on Twitter, if I was at this show, I would have left. I would have left this wrestling show because no wrestling happened. The second half was a lot better. The uh, they had a four on four with all the pe- all the guys who had been attacked against Uncle John's friends, and that was a fun match. It was <laughs> that's just a fucking, new stable Uncle John. That's what they called Uncle John's <laughs> friends. Do you know Uncle John? This is so weird because everyone. That knows you, all of your friends are Uncle John's friends. Yes, I, that's true. They are. I'm Uncle one John's of Uncle friends. John's friends. I want, no. I want Uncle John to be just like this guy who's he's just like a normal guy, and he's like, guys, what are you doing? I feel like I'm on shrooms, and everything is just. Dude, like... it was fucking nuts. Oh my god! I will say the second half of the show was was a lot better. Um, that's really about it. But the, oh, and then they had two ring announcers, and one of the ring announcers—I don't know who you are, sir—but you, you're not good. Like, come at me. You're not good. He was like, <laughs> "Don't at me, bro." <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, how great was that fucking match? It was fucking great. It was better than that fucking." And he just kept saying, "Like it." He, I felt like it was going to be. Was like he using that. the f word as a filler word? Yes, he just That's kept terrible. saying it, and he was like, "It was better than that Okada Omega bullshit." And the crowd was like, "Boo!" <laughs> <laughs> and this guy, he's just shitty, and it was just terrible. And they kept mentioning how cold it was there, and that that's was... the only reason why you would have stayed. True. <laughs> so that was because um... newsflash: John is a polar bear. <laughs> I'm going to try and watch the next FIP. I'm, I know the, the wrestling in the second half was good. They had a pretty good tag match. Uh, Fred Yehi defended his uh, FIP championship in a pretty good match. That was kind of out of his element. He won via, um, oh, God, what is his, um, the Koji Clutch with a barbed wire bat. So he, like, choked the dude with a barbed wire bat in the Koji Clutch. It was pretty sweet. So there you go. Now let's talk about Raw. Now, um, as I said, I did watch Raw. I didn't take any notes. 
So Marianne's going to have to take the lead on this. I have the rundown of what happened, so just, like, pop in if That's you remember fine. something. So, like, the opening segment started with a backstage segment of Steph giving Mick his yearly review. Oh, or okay. his performance I already review. have a pro- I, I'm already going to step in here. So Mick Foley is supposed to produce The Undertaker. That's the thing, right? He's supposed out of to, thin air. Yes, and he's like Stephanie. He'll be here. Let I me just pull have him out of feeling. his hat. I just have a feeling I'll be here. Look at my jacket. I'm very thin now. I I'm cut Mick my Foley. hair. And she's like, "You better produce him because this hinges." Like it, it, it's like she went fucking mad real fast for no fucking reason. Yeah, it's basically like if you do great at your job. 90% of the time, but then you're based, your performance is based on 10% of your, what you do. I was like, this is, this makes no fucking sense at all, but it's wrestling, so. Dude, she, zero to 100 really fucking yeah. fast. She was keeping it she 100. Fu- n- well, no, she started off like mad normally, totally bitchy stuff. Yeah. And then she got like fucking furious, like shrieking, crazy, mad, furious. For no legitimate reason, there was no in like, j- like there was no gentle slope. Yeah, like I said, zero to one hundred in like five seconds. Oh yeah, it was very. It was bullshit. But and, and I was like, don't waste your energy on feelings for the Undertaker when he can't afford to build up enough energy to have feelings for you. Yes, <laughs> don't do it. But anyways, it opened the show after that with a two-on-one handicap match. Which didn't really start. Yeah, never really or happened. Or end. Or whatever. Seth came out to save Roman. Braun. Braun. And got a chair. And then Roman obviously hasn't learned from his mistakes and turned his back on Seth, who was holding a chair. And everyone went, what are you doing? You trust too easily. Yeah. But yeah, that happened. And Steph and things. And then the next match was obviously set up because Steph was like, this isn't going to end like this. Yes. Ten octaves higher than that, and it was a double countout for Seth versus Braun. Um, and then after that was a cruiserweight match: Gallagher or Gallagher versus Bulek. Um, Drew Gulak got a jobber's entrance. Yes, he did. What the fuck? To which I immediately tweeted that episode of Gentlemen's Club where it just says, "Nobody likes you, Drew." <laughs> but and like, it was a decent match. Do you remember it? I vaguely remember it. Because we were talking about it the week before, how the two of them would do really well together. Yeah. It's a decent match for the two of, like, but the two of them, when given a serious chance for a match. Gallagher won, right? Yes. Can produce some seriously good shit. I feel like it was an it was a decent match. I, a few, did he? Yeah, I feel like he, yeah, it was decent, but the two of them, when given a serious chance, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, if it was an actual, like, serious match right. going on, could produce some really crazy shit. Yeah. Because Drew Gulak, like, if anyone can give Gallagher a run for his money, it's Drew Gulak. He's, like, the yeah, one agreed. person who, agreed. who because you tie people up in knots, Gallagher, and you get out of it, but Drew Gulak is the one that is known for that. Yes. Like, you're not the only one that does that. You know, yeah. but there was that match. But um, and then Shawn Michaels. <laughs> HB Sizzle. <laughs> what? Kizzle. Who cares? <laughs> uh, Promoted with- his movie with uh, with Brett Dalton <laughs> of Campbell, California fame and graduating high school class of my year. Oh, my God. How did that make you feel? Weird? It's great. <laughs> but um, and then we had 
Oh, Rusev. Was, Rusev yeah, came out. Yeah, it was it was um, Shawn Michaels, Big Cass, Enzo, and then interrupted by Rusev, Lawner, and Ginger. Jinda. Um, Jinda Mahal. And they were just doing their normal, like, Enzo and Cass okay, thing, but, listing off things, but Big Cass. Can we talk about how funny this week was when Enzo rolled out? Like, yes. Like, the week before, he was all animated, and this week, he was just like, and just like he, he was very um he was very uh, stoic no he was very um oh my god it was great whatever it was it was so funny oh my god i forgot his name the guy that i would always say once you come out on a jalopy what a jalopy <laughs> jack swagger's old manager oh <laughs> freaking uh you dutch can't... mantel well that was not his name but yeah i know you're talking you about can't name either his name it's dutch mantel he looks he he looks like the the poacher from yes <laughs> jumanji yes dutch mantel is what i will call him but Cass sang the pianist and then they took like the 12 year old route yes and i was like okay this is like me at work trying to explain things to uncultured people A piano player and they were like you can't say that and he's like like the pianist and he's trying to say it and i'm like oh i feel you dude <laughs> they use that's a recycled joke i'm sure they've used that oh before. yeah for sure for sure and then, like, after that, it was, uh, I went to Big Cass versus Gender. Eh, whatever. Stuff yeah. happened. Distraction via chin music, like, sweet chin music. I will say this, um, I feel like this Raw wasn't very good. Oh, yeah. No, it totally wasn't. Because afterwards, I straight up put Lindsay Dorado versus Neville, and then nothing <laughs> underneath oh, that. Oh, God. Um, New nasty Neville, whose music is a little different. A little different. Yeah, which is all you need. Really? New nasty Neville. <laughs> Triple N, like nine. <laughs> Triple inch. N. I almost wanted to be like nine inch nails, but you can't. The be N's backwards. <laughs> N, N, N. That would be great. New nasty Neville. <laughs> and then, okay, sorry. It feels so weird to have me take the lead for this. Yeah, right. But it was Gallows versus Sheamus with Cesaro coming out to be on commentary. Yes. Even though Anderson was Anderson already, was on, already on it. I Cesaro's enjoyed this. Sarcasm was off the fucking charts. Yes. Off the fucking charts. I think at one point he said, Wait, did you say you were in Japan? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> oh, you were in Japan? I didn't know. This is very good. <laughs> it was it was so funny. Oh, he was excellent. But um Seamus picked up the win with that one. Yes. Watched a Seamus match, which you we did. do we do now. Yes. We watch Seamus matches. Um afterwards, this is the only time you'll ever hear me say this, the highlight of my evening involved the Undertaker <laughs> burping on live TV. Yeah, apparently this happened. Marianne had texted me earlier in the day and was like, <laughs> You need to watch the Undertaker segment. And I really didn't want to, but I was like, Okay. I, and I said to her, I'm watching it, and she said Tell me if you hear it. And I was sitting there like waiting to hear like something or somebody to be like, fuck you. <laughs> something like really obscene. And then I didn't hear anything. And I, I messaged her. I'm like, I didn't hear shit. And she told me that the Undertaker apparently just burped mid promo. <laughs> it was so funny. Which is great because. Because now his, his his new biggest feud is with Acid Reflux. Yes. <laughs> Acid reflux and the Undertaker. Oh my god! What a what a match that will be! Just him taking <laughs> taking medicine. Oh my god! Uh, Somebody yes. was like, "Someone get him some Prilosec." So the Undertaker comes out and he declares whatever that he's going to be in the Rumble. 
and he's got 28 graves and blah, blah, blah. 29 holes for 29 souls or something like that. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? When, and, I, and I just said before we started recording, like, if you do the drinking game with Royal Rumble, whoever pulls The Undertaker is fucking screwed. Yeah, they're fucked. You're going to have to drink for 20 years. Yeah, that's going to be real bad. That isn't even exagger- like an exaggeration. It's going to take him 20 years. Yeah, very long time. Um, He's going to get to the ring and everyone will have fallen over the top rope from falling asleep. <laughs> that's what's going to have happened. That's how The Undertaker is going to win. Royal Rumble as everyone falls asleep. Yeah, so here's the thing. I don't know <laughs> who's going to win the Royal Rumble now. I'm like kind of, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of things they could do. Isn't that kind of a good thing though if you don't know? I love it. Yeah, I really like it that I do not know. That's good. Watch you pull the Undertaker card and you have to drink for the Undertaker. R.I.P. John. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, the next thing on the card was uh, Bailey and Sasha versus Charlotte and Nia. Do you remember Dude, that? I don't. Uh, I don't, I don't remember I it either. I just it. put Nia wins by sitting on Bailey. Cool. Um. Oh wait, yeah, I do remember that. Like, she doesn't sit on her, but it looks yeah. like that's her finisher. She was like just fucking throwing them around people. and shit. It was great. <laughs> what did you say? Like a giant throwing sheep across the pasture that one time. <laughs> a giant throwing sheep. Across- said, yes. She- <laughs> What an analogy. If you said it, though. You said something like that, where you're going across the landscape, just knocking everything over. Yes. <laughs> Roaming the, the landscape. Um, after that, I don't... I feel like you would have more to say about the New Day and Titus. I don't care. I thought that... Okay, I thought the NXT throwback thing was kind of funny. Yeah. And also the uh, Deshaun Jackson... Jackson... Oh, boy. Whatever. Um, shout out. Or the you know the reference of him dropping yeah. the ball before the crossing the line. I thought that was funny, but I don't know. I don't. I don't What's know what this is going. What's the fate of the new day now that they don't have the titles? Like, what are they good oh, it, for? I'm scared almost. I'm fine. I'm fine with them just being just, ridiculous on their yeah. own. I feel honestly like I wouldn't mind seeing Xavier on 205. Me either. I think that'd be really cool if they had to which him. he fights to the death with TJ and then steals his entrance theme. <laughs> Because that's I, what should happen. I, I think I'd be fine with him wrestling on that show. I think it'd be good for him. I think it'd just good. be good for the New Day. Um, yeah, because it would give them something to do. Yeah. Um, I feel like the whole weird subplot they have going with Titus is like somehow a bizarre reenactment of something that totally happened in real life. Yeah, I have no idea wh- I feel like, where this is going. I feel like he jokingly like brought it up, this conversation, and they were like, no. And then he kept bringing it up like, hey, man, I'm not doing anything. I should be like, derp. They should honestly just put him and um, Darren Young back together. Should they? Yeah, they should. Oh, yeah, I mean, remember they're not Darren do- Young? They're not doing anything with <laughs> Darren Young. Um, after that was handicap match for the U.S. title between yes. Jericho and Reigns. Jericho, Reigns, and Kevin Owens. Yes, and that. Yes. I'm so glad they they did this the way they did. <laughs> yeah. I um I I mean, I'm glad that that Jericho won the title. I think that's cool. Drink it in, you stupid idiots. <laughs> I think it's cool that he, <laughs> you know, finally won the US title, even though it was in a it's in a strange way. Um but yeah, I'm fine with it. It gets the belt off of Roman, so it's not champion versus champion, at, yeah. which is great. I didn't want. I'm, I'm I didn't just want happy that, that Jericho has one. I'm wearing my Jericho shirt. I came downstairs, and brother's like, "Dude, your shirt's awesome." I'm like, "I know, <laughs> it's the coolest wrestling shirt I own." But um, what does a girl gotta do to get Chris Jericho and Bon Jovi in the same room? I I don't know. Be- 
because until they do, I will continue to think that they're the same person. All right. Like, Hannah Montana didn't fool me, Chris, and neither will you. Hannah Montana. What a reference. Are you Bon Jovi? Are you wanted, dead, or alive? He could be. I'll be here all week, folks. I'm leaving now. Um, <laughs> so I have to do the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah, to do the rest of the show because Raw's over and you took notes on the rest. <laughs> oh, so it's my turn to do things. I'll be just saying, motherfuckers. Okay. SmackDown Live, the confirmed A show. Once again, bringing a a show that was better than than Raw. Notice, notice that the end of Raw was just like, and then it ended. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, like... Good for fucking Jericho, but SmackDown is where it's at. Very true. We open the show with the Ambrose Asylum with the new (laughs) Intercontinental Champion, Dean Ambrose. And he says that he's in the Royal Rumble and he's also wearing maroon, which was actually I like I was like, all right, you need to stop. Yeah, go with that. That's good. Go with that. You can do that. Um, it was weird starting a show with introducing Dean. Oh, like instead the, uh... of him just coming out because or already being there, it was far too civil for Dean Ambrose. But did you notice, like, when they panned to the announcer table, was it? It was looking a little crowded over there. Yeah, it always looks a little crowded like with if, four. If but... you look at the picture, it legitimately looks like they're trying to phase David Otunga off the table and replace him with Phillips. Like, if you look at it, he's literally, like, almost halfway off the, that would be, the screen. If, if that's how they set up their chairs every week and then David Otunga is just gone, gone day, <laughs> I would laugh so hard. That's what it looks like. He's cut, like, half. Yeah. He's at the end, like, squished at the end. And, like, Tom Phillips has all this cozy room. And I'm yeah. like, just push him away. Nobody's going to notice and or care. He's in one of those inflatable uh, in-your-house chairs they used to have in the 90s. That's a reference you won't get. I'm sorry. I just wanted to that throw it out That just reminded me of this Blue's Clues chair my brother had. That was a blow-up chair. And you would yes. press it. And it was like, you got me, little thing. Like, the little what? Yeah, I want had, like, that. like, a little paw on it. That's great. I'd podcast. Oh in man, that. <laughs> would you? It's really it's close Sit to the there. ground. But uh, it was really funny just looking at that. But Dean out there, Amber first Ambrose Asylum of 2017. I find Dean comparing the Miz, who was his guest, to an inanimate object highly offensive. Wow. All hail Miz. Wow. You're taking the Miz's side over Dean Ambrose. Oh, side? no, just for calling him, comparing okay, right. him lightly to an inanimate object because we all know Fair. that's a fucking lie. Miz is truth. Yes, um, Miz is great. I miss more. Miz came out perfect, but I miss a more polished Dean. What do you mean? Like the one that didn't look as crazy as he actually behaved. Does that make sense? Yeah. That now, does. now he looks like. He looks like Tim Allen halfway through the beginning of Santa Claus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he does. Look at him. He lo- he looks like Tim Allen the day after, like when he woke up when the day after up. he killed Santa. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just kind of haggard with the but beard. He, but yeah, Dean used, to, J- Dean used to look a lot more put together, and then that's what made him way more unpredictable. And now he just literally looks as crazy as he behaves. And I kind of I kind of miss, like, the you didn't really know what to expect from Dean. Now yeah. he, he's almost predictable. And that, that being said, I love Dean. Wearing a Dean sweatshirt. Always will. Probably sleeping it tonight, but whatever. All right. Um, next match was Nikki Bella versus Natalie Yawn. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> This was a, it was care. okay. I just I don't really care about Natalia. It's dude. The, I wish they could figure something out 
for her that would make me care about her, but they haven't done it for five years, so... Natalia, like, the only way she will ever be convincing and or good as a heel would be to legitimately crack her in real life. Oh, like... I feel like there's something keeping her from it, like... Right. Like, crack her in real life. Yeah, but, I mean... Gotta get there. I don't think they're gonna do that, so... No, they they won't. She's terrible, but... Yeah, so that was a match. We did have um, a pretty good Dolph Ziggler Kalisto match, which was um, I not really that surprising that it was yeah. a good match because yeah. I mean they work well with each other. Um, Kalisto they, ends up winning. I can't believe how much whiter Kalisto is than Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, he's very white. He's extremely white. He's a good lucha thing. <laughs> I just want to call him good lucha thing from can, now on. Can we? And not refer to him by name. No, that would be confusing to people, I feel. Um, Dolph gets frustrated and beats the shit out of Kalisto after the bell. We can just call him the good lucha thing The sometimes. good lucha thing. And then... I'm Apollo- just happy to be here. I'm just happy to be here. Apollo Crews shows up and he gets the shit kicked out of him too. I'm just happy to be here I come. Yep, and then he got the crap kicked out of him as well. And Dolph Ziggler is just, I don't know, a whiny baby. I still don't believe in heel Dolph Ziggler. Y'all are imagining things. He doesn't exist. He's just mad. I agree. He's just, uh, yeah, he's just mad. He's just frustrated. He's, he's not a, lo- a heel. He's on a losing streak, Michael. <laughs> he's a human he being. Has a, he has a right to be frustrated, Maro, Michael, whatever your name is. I'm so drunk. <laughs> I'm JBL. Um... Let's see. What else do we have? We it have a-, a backstage with American Alpha. Yes. What um, did you think of that? They said whatever Luke Harper is. They yeah. were like the snake and the whatever and whatever Luke Harper the snake, is. And I was the like, devil um, and whatever Luke Harper dude, is. Dude, he's your fucking worst nightmare. I just want to call American Alpha like Jason Jordan and Deb from Napoleon Dynamite. Who? Oh, Deb. <laughs> oh, my God. How dare you? Make look a great at, look, analogy. <laughs> look at him and tell me he doesn't look like Deb. A great comparison. Yes, he looks like I want side ponytail on Chad Gable would make my life. Uh, Bailey, oh my Bailey, Chad Gable. No, dude, dude, Chad Gable dressed as Bailey would be Deb from Napoleon. Yeah, Dynamite. it would be. Oh he man, should just dress as Deb. Oh man, <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> that would be hysterical. So then we had the actual match, the rematch for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles between the Wyatts and the American Alpha. Did you see the Renee interviewing John Cena? I did not. I w- I Renee I've seen many John Jesus Cena interviews. Jesus fucking Christ, burn that outfit. I do not oh. call you my idol so you can walk around wearing leather overalls. Oh my god, she's wearing leather overalls yes, with like a mesh with flowers so velcro shit on. It was terrible. It was terrible. So Don't even. It was terrible. So but also level, dude, fucking level 11 Baptist preacher John Cena came out. Oh, wow. He's preaching, huh? Dude, level 11 character wise and volume wise. My God. It was in fucking sane. <laughs> but yeah, the Wyatt family versus American Alpha. I just I had to mention just Baptist preacher John Cena because he went like ape shit. On, and Renee's uh, disgusting on AJ? outfit. No, on Renee. Wait, he He was... wasn't yelling at Renee. Oh. He was just preaching up a storm. Oh, okay. Because you know how John Cena likes to change his character up every once in a while. I mean, he only every has once like in a blue moon. He has like three different characters, but he's phased into yeah. Preacher John Cena. <laughs> That's where he's at right now. Form of a Preacher John Cena. <laughs> uh, so the Whites versus American Alpha. I thought this match was, was pretty good. Like, actually, I thought it was very good. And while I was watching this match, I was just sitting and watching like Randy Orton wrestle and just... St- 
you know, bumping around and selling and doing stuff. And I was like, man, I feel like I have never fully appreciated Randy Orton for being no, you like, very good. He was extremely good. I always knew that he was good, but I was like, there's times where I like phased into indifference, but I always knew that he was good. Yeah. But did you notice that Luke Harper was wearing the cleanest shirt he's ever worn? <laughs> like the cleanest shirt I've ever seen Luke Harper in. <laughs> Maybe he had lost the, a dirty one and didn't have or time. Or he's getting cleaner as Randy Orton's getting steadily dirtier. <laughs> oh, that would be so str- Like, his beard starts getting shorter and Randy Orton's gets longer. <laughs> and then he just turns into Luke Harper. Oh, my God. What? That would be so fucking weird. I wish that should have been a conversation they had. Like, I'll start trimming my beard and you'll let yours grow out. And it'll be like a weird reverse thing. That's so funny. <laughs> I liked that match, even though Harper wasn't in it. Yeah, it was very good. I really liked it until Morrow said, and Jordan is a casa on fuego. He's <laughs> a <laughs> house of fire. Oh, uh, Morrow. I was like, please stop it. Stop it, please. But JBL describing the way... Um, who is it that jumped over something? Oh, it was like a, it was like a DDT, but like uh, Jason Jordan, Randy Orton, like like pulled him down like off the. But he described it as a lawn dart, and yes. I'm like JBL has clearly never seen or played lawn darts before because that looks nothing like what we just saw, like nothing like it. But was it just me or like Harper kicking Bray in the face was weirdly hilarious to me i thought he clotheslined him oh no, no he, he did kick kicked him. him in the face he kicked him and he like the way that he sold it he was kind of like still he was like and then fell over yeah and the way the way i saw it i was like somewhere backstage someone is crossing army of skanks off of their chalkboard like in mean girls yes. <laughs> as that stable is falling apart like i'm actually pretty stoked for whatever is to come from harper and orton they have like super good chemistry yes. at having bad chemistry i just kind of hope I, I i wish this would have lasted a little longer you don't know where it's going though yeah really. that's true because nothing that nothing exploded, but yeah. it's like right there. But then again, that's the weird. Um, you you never really know with Bray Wyatt, so like things could be like really about to implode, and then Bray, you know, kind of yeah, I'm understanding Bray's character suddenly. Wow! In 2017, there he um, is, Bray. He has he probably table. has this weird cultish way. Oh, it's because he's next to a burger. John put a picture of Bray Wyatt next to a burger. It's like that a the zombie meat burger. Is a brain? Yeah. It makes sense. That does make sense, except that he's facing me. But you also put Ryback facing me next to a picture of Lionel Richie. Yeah, why not? I don't know what's going on. All of the wrestlers you put on the table, except for Dolph Ziggler, are facing me. So That's not like, true. I have a Ryback face. Oh, I have two Ryback Ry- facing You me. have two Ryback stickers on this table? Yeah, I have a Sami oh Zayn one. Oh, okay, so there's a Ryback facing me, a Dean, a Cesaro, and a Bray Wyatt. I have a Randy Orton facing me. Oh, lucky. Um, But, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so no, there's a good match. Uh, the the American Alpha, as I call them, apparently they retained their titles. It was great. Then we had that little fall at the end where Bray just gets nailed and kind of just leaves the situation. And it was hilarious. We had a backstage segment with Daniel Bryan, Becky Lynch, and Alexa Bliss. You just made the list. And it is going to happen next week. We are going to get the first ever SmackDown. Women's championship match inside of a steel cage. Becky was so excited. She was very excited. And Alexa was not excited because that's what happens when you 
I don't know. Whatever. Well, that's what happens when you have a bad attitude and Daniel Bryan doesn't like bad attitudes because he's Daniel Bryan hey. and he's a hippie. He is a hippie. But, uh, he drinks out of mason jars. I think this should be a good match. I really enjoy the Becky-Alexa feud. I think, uh, yeah, this is good. I love SmackDown. All hail. Um uh, I feel like we didn't talk about Miz enough. We didn't talk about Miz enough. Uh, I did enjoy that they were dressed in all black again. They were in mourning from him losing the title, which is like my favorite thing ever. Uh, Miz he, is so fucking funny. Yeah, it was great. Just good good stuff. I, I would love if the Miz won the Royal Rumble. I think that would be amazing. That would be hysterical. It would be so great. Can, oh, I want that to happen really bad now. But we'll Really see. bad. We had... Um, Cars Melsworth, Cars Melsworth Jr. <laughs> versus Thunder Kitty. Have, have you seen Thunder yes, Kitty? Yes, I know. I knew who that was. Yeah, I was like, oh, she's she t- she hello. does stuff with uh, Marion Fontaine and Jervis Cottonbelly. Yes. So Thunder Kitty, they wear relatively similar attire, and they actually had like a pretty lengthy match yeah that carmella ended up winning and Mm -hmm. i think it was after this segment we found out that carmella was going to next week is going to take james ellsworth on a shopping spree for a makeover so i'm very sure that james ellsworth is going to become jimmy dream that would be the greatest it's gonna be awesome i bet i bet Bet you the ride along with Daniel Bryan is where that came up. Oh, I bet. Yeah, for sure. But Carmelsworth creeps me out, and nothing good can come of it except Jimmy. Except Jimmy. joy, <laughs> joy and laughter. Yeah, I love my favorite part, and I was like, oh god, so because you know some fucking writer gave Ellsworth the line where he's like, oh, I've been waiting thirty two years for this, <laughs> and he like put spray in his mouth and was waiting for a kiss. I'm like, come on. Really? <laughs> why am I laughing? Oh, it's because the way you said it. That's why. Yeah. So, main event. I don't watch Baron Corbin matches. I don't care. I hate him. You can talk about it. The main event was uh, John Cena taking on Big Breakfast, Big Banter. Human trash ap- man. Apple of my eye. <laughs> Fucking no. Baron Corbin. Human garbage. Guys, I don't know if, if you could tell, but Marianne does not like Big Banter Corbin. At all. At anyway, all. this match was pretty good. Uh, Baron Corbin has improved leaps and bounds. We had He's AJ on. Okay, we had <laughs> AJ on commentary, which was entertaining. I thought, and yeah, John Cena wins clean middle. And there you go. That was SmackDown. It was good times. That's gonna be my thing, though. You know how we didn't used to watch Sheamus matches. Yeah. For now, I'm not watching Baron Corbin matches. All right, I'll watch them. And okay. I'll enjoy okay. them. Okay. See, as long as one of us does, then our job can still be done. But I refuse to watch Baron Corbin matches. Let us move on to 205 Live, and we had we opened the show. Can I please show you how I wrote this note? Oh my god. <laughs> so Marianne wrote Cedric Alexander versus Noam Dar, and the O in Noam Dar's name is a heart. <laughs> Alicia Fox. Did you see? You just made the list. She's on my list too. Um, Alicia Fox coming around the back to hu- to hug that sea of John Cena kids behind the commentary table. Yes, see, there were so many John Cena kids. There were so many. It of was them. a convention. They knew where they were. Fuck man, they're on the A show SmackDown. 
We have Cedric Alexander comes out in the Noam Dar. Oh, God, he has a mic. Alicia Fox. I've actually really enjoyed this match. I feel it started like I really said slow, that. Yeah, it did. But... Well, it didn't start like slow. I didn't like it at first. It just seemed rushed and messy at first. That's fine. Yeah. I the can rest see of that. it was great, but at the very, very beginning, for some yeah. reason, it was kind of like they botched. Haphazard. They botched the uh, Alicia moving Noam Dar out of the way, which makes absolutely no fucking sense in this angle, but um, whatever, I guess. Dude. Noam Dar ends up winning. I. Here's the, the th- That fucking back elbow was so loud that i started like i like i gasped and started coughing it was so loud and it was crazy and cedric sold that hyper extension yeah he was like doing a, a fucking very good champ job. i thought this was a very good match um, i was so shocked you know when like when she when she stood in front of cedric and then he dove out of the ring and, and hit Noam Dar. I was so shocked was and like, extremely disappointed that Morrow didn't say, and a wild Ced- Cedric appears. <laughs> that would have been great. That would have been the funniest thing he's ever said. Because that's literally, he just came out of nowhere. Like, it was yes. a wild Cedric appears. But, like, it's okay, Alicia. He's got that sort of power over people. Don't be ashamed <laughs> to like the Noam Dar. So we'll just skip ahead to the, uh, oh, no, Cedric and Alicia break up, LOL. Can we just say the end of that match, though? As he's walking out, Austin Aries had two of my favorite quotes of everything. He just said, this whole thing is bizarre. (laughs) Like, that's all he said. (laughs) Yeah, he's killing it on commentary. It was so funny. But it's like, don't be so embarrassed, Alicia. It's okay. Do you know what my favorite thing is? Is the... Morrow trying to be a good like commentator and saying like Austin, how would you get out of this move? And he's like, it's the same thing every week. Morrow, poke him in the Take eye. Take my thumb, poke him in the eye. I don't know why I enjoy that so much. Just because Morrow's just like I'm on an island by myself. <laughs> the backstage with Cedric and Alicia happens. It happens after the next yeah, match, but, we'll just but I just wanted to mention it now. Even Cedric knows that it's the accent and that he's cute and that he's a pervert, pervdar. It's Perv-dar? okay. Did he call him pervdar? <laughs> you should have. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but it's okay, Alicia. She <laughs> So now Alicia is crazy she Alicia fucking, again. Well, she, she It was like she just found out that calteen bars make you gain weight. That's the second Mean Girls reference I'm going to make. I was laughing so hard that I was crying. And you know that everyone behind the camera was too. Yeah. It was like if you took... I was scared that if someone untied that ribbon she was wearing around her neck her that her head, head would just fall off. off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, she needs an exorcism. So Cedric dumps her and she proceeds to lose no her mind. dumps me! Oh, man, do you think she'll have Noam Dar-inspired, like, gear? Oh, my God, I fucking hope so. Galaxy gear? Oh, my God, I hope so. If she just starts dressing like A.R. Fox <laughs> with, like, a with like a fur vest, I would lose my mind. Oh, my God. I would be so excited. So the next match was the Brian Kendrick versus Sean Maluda. Again, Sean Maluda. <laughs> Austin Aries. What? Calling him a sneaky, sneak, sneaky, sneak to Jerry. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> the conversation. A he sneaky, was like, sneaky, sne- sneak, sneaky, sneak, sneak to Didn't he Jiri. say a sneaky snake? It, no, sneaky and then sneak? Corey said, he said sneaky, sneak, sneaky, sneak to Jerry. And then Corey said, snaky, sneak, Austin. 
And then Austin said, sneaky snake, sneak, sneak afterwards. It was like a Dr. Seuss Like, book. what is happening? It was so funny. So I would also like to point out that Aries, this was my favorite <laughs> part of, of the commentary. Aries talking about the different kinds of mist. Oh, my God. Now, do you know about the different kinds of mist? The Asian <laughs> mist? Sneaky snake, snake. All right. You want to pull it together here? Anyway, I'm going to talk about the different kinds of Asian mist because he's like, it's, he's lucky that it was only the green mist and it wasn't like like black mist or something like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just want Austin Aries to read a Dr. Seuss book. Oh, oh, my God. I mean, he probably would. That's so funny. Continue. <laughs> so there are, according to Wikipedia, one, uh. two, three, four, five different kinds of mist. You ready to hear about all the mists? Here you go. The mist. So the, the green eye. mist is the most common mist, which is used to obscure the opponent's vision, which is what Tajiri usually uses. The red mist is uh, supposed to burn rather than blind. The black mist is an even more powerful mist, which is... And the best part about this is, is you know, like on Japanese commentary, they explain this at like great length. <laughs> Probably. Um, which is supposed to blind an opponent for a prolonged period of time. So it's like if you get hit with black mist, you're like blind for like two weeks or something crazy like that. Oh my God. The blue mist is used to send an opponent into a deep sleep. This is like a Pokemon attack. And the yellow mist is um, supposed to paralyze the opponent. I play yellow mist. How crazy is that? You're, you're... Your Pokemon has been paralyzed. I just love that. I was I love that he mentioned it. He's like, he's lucky it was the green mist. I was like, this is great. I'm Austin so happy. Aries. Sneaky sneak sneak. Um so yeah, I don't actually I'm assume Brian Kendrick won that match. I don't remember. Yes, he did. He won that yeah. match. But it's good to see Sean Maluda on TV every it, week. But Sean Maluda did this diving headbutt and it was total garbage. Like it looked like a baby that's learning how to walk still. Wow. But also Brian Kendrick is like I realize Brian Kendrick and Kalista have the same insatiable desire for different types of ring gear every week. <laughs> it's true. They travel together and buy, and buy ring gear together. They use, uh, Kalisto uses the extra fabric. Yes. <laughs> uh, we had a, the Jack Gallagher, Aria Davari segment. I saw a table and fast forwarded. <laughs> I did too, but I just wanted to see the end. And apparently these two gentlemen are going to have an I forfeit match instead of an I quit match. So they're going to have an I quit match, which I think is actually pretty cool. It's just they're like like Gallagher's like, this has gone on long enough. We need to finish this. I challenge you to an I forfeit match. And he's like, cool, I accept. And then they beat each other up. So I'm down with it. I think that's cool. That's a cool idea. Why not? Why not? I'm still, I'm just muddling in my own thoughts. Main event was Rich Swan taking on Tony Nice. Um, it was a fine match. Aries and Graves are trying to sell me Tony Nese, and I'm not buying it. I'm uh, he's he, so ordinary. I'm kind of yeah. I'm just like just sitting there. He's a great wrestler, but in the same way that the computer characters are in video games, like when you're playing Mario Kart and you're going against like, oh, the okay. computer, and they're good, but they're not like you know, like if you took all the cruiserweights and blacked them out, and I had to guess who they were based on moves and mannerisms, I would never be able to pick out Tony Nese. There you go. He's like well-rounded and powerful, but if I I don't care. Yeah, that's fair. I really don't either, but here we are. Uh, New Nasty (laughs) Neville comes out, and he says, hey, I'm going to fight you at the Rumble. And Rich Swan's like, hey, you can't handle this. All right, fine. And, and then, then he that moon was walks out of the room or something. I can't remember, but that's he that would. was that was um, he fucking would. 
That was 205 Live, and we watched NXT for the first time in a while, and I was pleasantly surprised, even though I didn't finish it because I worked very late today. Does every brand have to have a generic character that also happens to be black as a commentator? Oh, I was like, who are you talking about? I you actually know people didn't... can be black and interesting, right? I didn't mind his commentary. I thought he was like Byron and David Otunga. I think he's better than David Otunga. Oh, for sure. But why ruin a perfect thing? Corey and Tom are just great. I agree. By themselves. They just needed something for this dude to do. I think it it is okay at right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, so we open the show with Billy Kay and Peyton Royce taking on Macy Evans and Sarah Bridges. As I call them, Crazy Mary Dobson and a miscellaneous Skyrim character. Yes. Or Xena's girlfriend. Um, but I like Skyrim character better. Billy Kay and Peyton Royce win. Oscar comes out. Nikki Billy. comes out. So they're all punching each other and stuff. Velvet, Billy, may be in right now, but that does not mean you can wear it. I get this terrible vibe from them that it just screams they're never going to make it to the main I roster. feel like they, can ne- they can't figure out what they want her to wear. I feel like both of them are just so, like, that they're just never going to make it to the main roster. They don't have it. Yeah, we'll see. They don't. They're not interesting. They're not good. They're not good actresses. They're, not, they're just not good. Wow. At all. They're the most interesting thing that people remember them for is the fact that they have Australian accents, and that's it. If they didn't, then nobody would remember them. Shoot week. I'm right, though. Yeah, Am I not right? You're, you're not wrong. Okay. <laughs> wow. Marianne. But stuff happened. What it's the okay. fuck is going on? Calm down. It's all right. It's going to be okay. Nikki Storm comes out of nowhere, and just what? It's, I don't know what happened. And she just beat the shit out of everybody. And started screaming, and then, yeah. It was great. Uh, oh, my God. It's Elias Sampson. Um, I was just thinking about him when I was watching the Tony Nese match. It's Elias Sampson. He's <laughs> here Wonderwall. and he's singing a song and <laughs> then he beat up a guy and that was about it. Elias Sampson looks like Tony Nese if he fell off the wagon. <laughs> yeah, based, and like picked up a guitar as he fell off the wagon. <laughs> uh, we need to talk about, did you watch the uh, Andrade Cien Almas match? I didn't because I came Fuck. over here. I just that was said, literally my last note was I only watch Elias Sampson for Corey Graves. God damn it. Okay, this I should have just said you need to watch this match because that was the match, the match I wanted to watch. John thought it was watch. 9 o'clock and told me that I needed to come over as it's soon as pro- I could you know what, and though? it wasn't. It's probably good that I told you to come over when, when you did because like it's almost 10 o'clock right now. and Really? Yeah. Well, so good on good on past me for telling you when to come over. So it was on Andrade Cien Almas versus Oni Lorkin. This match <laughs> I need was, to see it now. You ha- when you get uh, home, watch it. It was such a good match. Of course it was because it's Biff and I'm going to call him Biff forever. And I will tell you right now, Corey Graves in the year 2017 said the word tranquilo on an NXT broadcast and I lost my mind. It was great. I was so happy. Remember when you hated Corey Graves? There Corey was a time Graves confirmed John greatest color commentator. To, used to hate Corey Graves. State. I hated stay down Corey Graves. Honestly, My- if I ever met Corey Graves, I would probably tell him that I disliked him as a wrestler, but I love him as a commentator. I think he's, he's so best. good. He's so fucking good. And you, you, you like him even though he has a neck tattoo. That's true. John Pingle confirmed hater of neck tattoos. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Corey Grace is the fucking man. That's so funny. I have to go watch that. Now. Um, I do want to say that who won that match? Oh, Andrade did. Okay, even though Biff has black eyes, I'm gonna keep calling him Biff. That's I'm fine. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, 
Square Hammer is one of the themes for uh, Takeover. I I like the band Ghost, so um, that was pretty cool. I was like, yeah, they, have, they usually pick pretty good music. They do, mm-hmm. and I think it fits for uh, a Takeover. All hail Paul. All hail Paul. Uh, th- there was a Shinsuke Nakamura interview, always which entertaining, was pretty entertaining. And then I did not watch the main event, which was the revival um, cashing in the rematch clause against Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. I do know that Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano retained in what I was told was a pretty good match. So um, you should watch that if you have not watched that, which I will do because I want to watch it and I want to see how good it was because those those four guys put on good matches. We had some um, you had some notes about. PWG and APW. Okay, so I'm going to try and go uh, mostly for the main event, which you bring up the PWG thing and I'll talk about APW. Cool. Okay, so that weekend, John will be at Gallifrey. I will be recording podcasts. I will be having a fuck. I already requested it off and it already got approved. So Friday, the what day is it? The 17th. The 17th. The 17th of uh, February. No, it's the 18th. That oh, you're talking the, about APW. No, I'm APW. Sorry. Okay, yeah, it's gonna be a crazy weekend. So Friday, I believe it's still in Daly City. Um, on the 17th, APW is having a show where Pentagon Junior and Zack Saber Junior are making their APW debuts. Yes. And so the card for right now has the tag champions. One of them is Marcus Lewis. Um. Lust of the Legend, it's going to be Will Clavis versus Zack Sabre Jr. for the title, for the, uh, is it the internet title? Yes. And then it's going to be Pentagon Jr. versus Cody Rhodes. First time. Yeah. Should be very interesting. That's going to be so good. And God, what else is there? Uh, Joey Ryan's going to be there, obviously. Yeah. But then there's that night. And then the next day, PWG is having a show. And I'm going to literally be like... If I can fucking land tickets, I need to be there. Um, but I'm going to literally be watching wrestling two nights in a row, and I will have seen Zack Sabre Jr. two days in a row. <laughs> so the PWG <laughs> in two places. PWG event is called Only Kings Understand Each Other. I'm so excited. And there's a couple of... Oh, I didn't even see that was the fucking match. My God. So Leo Rush is making his PWG debut. That's the only thing I read. I didn't read the rest of the note that says he's taking on Ricochet. That match is going to be fucking I texted John and I said, Leo Rush is booked at PWG and you can't be there. That's so sad. Oh, my God. And also, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling young boy Jay White is making his PWG debut against Marty Scroll. Which That's is gonna be insane. pretty cool because I, I Jay White. This is good because like for a while I've been like PWG hasn't brought any like new new guys in other and than like Pete Dunne. other than yeah podcast favorite Pete Dunn. But I mean Jay White is like he's relatively known, but this will put him pretty up there. Uh, Ray Phoenix, who is just Phoenix, Phoenix, who had to change his name due to things, um, <laughs> takes on Trent. And I'm so excited for so that, see, mostly because Trent. This match kind of puzzles me a little bit, this next match. It's Jeff Cobb and Matt Riddle versus Unbreakable Effin Machines, which is Cage and Michael Elgin. Don't get me wrong, that match should be good, but Jeff Cobb and Matt Riddle just beat the Young Bucks at the event before. Shouldn't they get a title match? I feel like they should. But then I'm talking... I feel like they're kind of like a haphazard tag team thrown together there. Then again, but I'm also talking about PWG that doesn't really follow storylines. Yes. Yes. And is still fucking brilliant. 
So we have Cody Rhodes taking on Trevor Lee. And then we have the debuting Ohio is for Killers. Jake Chris, Dave Chris, and Sammy Callahan taking on the Super Click, the Young Bucks, and Adam Cole. And then the main event is... I, this is the reason why I need to be there for my boy. The PWG World oh Champion, Zack Sabre Jr. taking on the number one contender, Sexy Chucky T. Big Dust, my boy. And we'll see what happens there. Dude, I, I told him already. I was like, do you need me to Tanya Harding sledgehammer in the knee Zack Sabre Jr. the night before so you win the title? <laughs> I mean... I offered. Crazier things... <laughs> I love him that much. I might. Have happened. Because I'm seeing Zack the night before, so why not just bust his knee and then Dustin can win the... Big Dust can win the title. It'd be he, very You deserve nice things, Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor, admit it. He He's a great comedy wrestler, but he's actually good and deserves nice things. I believe he already has a win over Zack Sabre Jr. last year in, in Chikara. Chikara. Mm-hmm. He does. But I really need to be at that match for obvious reasons. Um, super excited for that. So hopefully I get tickets. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. We shall see. Uh, there's on one, one. one other thing we needed to talk about. I can't wait to be like seeing Zack Sabre Jr. and then seeing him the next day and be like, hey, 500 miles later, <laughs> I see you again. I'm not following yeah, right. you. <laughs> so um, this weekend, the WWE on the WWE Network is hosting the United Kingdom Championship Tournament. So excited. And do they have, oh, thank God. Okay. Um, so excited. So what we're, we're actually going to do is we're going to record well, I'm going to record both days. Um, on the 14th, Marianne and I are going to talk about day one. And then the next day, I'm going to be joined uh, via Skype by my friend Courtney. <gasps> and we Courtney. Are, we are going to talk about uh, I'm so the jealous. So I'm so jealous. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to do, to have her on the podcast. We've been talking about it for a little while. Oh, my God. Um. So... Let's talk about this bracket here because I already can tell you I can see a semifinal match happening and it better happen. Um, is Trent Seven in it? Trent Seven is in My final four are basically the three people that were surrounded by Triple H and uh, Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven. Mustache Mountain or, or uh, British Strong British Style. Strong Style. <sighs> Get the giant middle finger off the back of your shirt and I'll buy it. I'm a 33-year-old man. I can't be wearing a shirt that has a giant middle finger on the back of it. Tyler Bates a baby. He'll grow out of it Yeah, eventually. he's like 18 or 19. He's itty-bitty small. Pete, Pete Dunn is young, too, but he's also fucking horrifying. So uh, we have Tyler Bate taking on Tucker. Uh, we have Jordan De- Devlin taking on Danny Birch. Trent Seven taking on H.C. Dyer. Wolfgang taking on Tyson T-Bone. Mandrews. Mandrews. Does it literally say Mandrews? No. Mark Andrews versus uh, Dan Maloney. Oh, that's a weird... Okay, we know who's winning that one. James Drake taking on Joseph Connors. Pete Dunn (laughs) taking on the body guy, Roy Johnson. Did you see Roy Johnson tweeted me? Dude, I love Roy Johnson. Have you ever seen Roy Johnson? Yes. Wasteman Challenge? Dude. I tweeted and See I was me. like, um, yeah. so Roy Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Body yeah. guy. Yeah. Is he from Liverpool? <laughs> I don't know where he's from, but he's great. Um, I tweeted and I was like, oh, so uh, in other news, Roy Johnson's going to die. And he was like, oh, no. How long do I have, Doc? 
And I said, actually, no, I hope you don't die. <laughs> Nobody deserves to die that way. Dude, he is amazing. I, lo- I love Roy Johnson. He's so funny. <laughs> He's but great. I love Pete Dunn. No, yeah, Pete Dunn's winning that match. And then we have... Um, Pete Dunn, like, kills people. Saxon Huxley versus Sam Gradwell. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm familiar with only the people I've seen wrestle in progress. Um, I'm kind of sad. Are there no... Well, it's United Kingdom, so never mind. So... I'm gonna, I would be fucking marking the fuck out if Chris Brooks was in that. I'm going to predict right now that uh, the final four are going to be Tyler Bate, Trent Seven, Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn, and Mark Andrews. You think Mark Andrews is going to go that far? Oh yeah. Even though they didn't enter him until later, he's going that far. Yes, my my little guy. I would be shocked. My little guy. He is the only representative of, of Wales. Of Wales. Everyone else is um, the only. Oh, he doesn't speak Moon language. I don't think I should ask him that. So, oh my th- god, I'm so excited! I think that would be Andrews. very cool because then if the brackets match up to where you can get a, a, a Mark Andrews Pete, Pete Dunn, Dunn match, match, they could they could wrestle each other with their eyes closed. And it would so be fucking incredible! I would be very excited to see uh, that match again, just because it's very good, and I think WWE should do all of their fans a service and put it on their network. That match at Bola. Yeah. That's I just definitely, they... I watched it again recently. It's my favorite match of last year. It's very good. It's fucking amazing. So yeah, that's, um. Oh my God. That's the whole thing. I didn't think Mark Andrews is going to make it that far. I think he will. Oh my God. He's going to, I don't, every time I see Mark Andrews wrestle, he almost gets killed. Yeah. Confirmed. Like almost gets killed. And I, I worry for his health. <laughs> I wonder if they'll let him use his band song. That would be great. They probably will, right? I don't know, man. He would be a bassist. Um, (laughs) If he skateboards down the ramp. He won't skateboard. He won't skateboard. I bet you if Mark Andrews is American, he will have worked at a Hot Topic. (laughs) Maybe. Hot Topic has a Mark Andrews in every store. I'm telling you. You got anything else? Nope. Just how much I love Mandrews. Trying to think if there's anything else. I think there's there's a Shine event on Flow Slam tomorrow that I kind of want to watch. I kind of would like to watch more of the women's wrestling this year. Um, I've heard Shine is very good. I actually don't think I've ever seen a Shine show. Huh. Huh. Anyway. First time for everything. And, um, yeah, so that's it, I guess. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moon Salt. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. And also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Shout out to Finally North. They do our music. SoundCloud.com slash Finally North or FinallyNorth.com. Head on over to NOTLG.Spreadshirt.com and buy one of our shirts. That would be awesome. And support TTR and all the other podcasts in the Night of the Living Geeks Network. Become a Patreon. Patreon.com slash NOTLG. Huge shout out to the new nasty Chris at Brazilian underscore Fury. He is our best friend. And he he said, I think his goal for 2017 was to, and I don't think I actually replied to this tweet because um, when you posted it, Chris, I was very hungover. Um, Were you at Ikea when he posted it? And I was probably at Ikea. (laughs) Uh, He posted his goal for 2017 is to meet and talk to more cool people like you and me. And he replied us in it. And I thought that was very nice. And we 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 had a fun weekend at at Bola. 
That was fun. We met a lot of cool people, including Chris. And he supports us over at Patreon, so we appreciate that, man, for sure. And I saw your podcast had a new episode up. Maybe I'll just say the name of it right now, of your podcast. I'll just say it say it on air. Oh, my God. What? Sorry, just that freaky picture that Chuck Strong Taylor Strong style posted. podcast. You should check it out. Chuck Taylor just tweeted a picture of skinny him when he literally, he just didn't eat and lost like 60 pounds and said they're the new 8x10s. He's probably going to sell those. Probably. I he fucking would. I wouldn't doubt it. So that is us. it for us, um, I, I guess, him. for two days. You'll hear from us and Marianne after the first day of the United Kingdom tournament. And there's only one thing left to do, so Marianne, if you will... Ring the bell! <laughs> <laughs>